Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Hello. Here we go. It's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's Mick and Christian once again. Christian, how are you doing? Yeah, better and better uh, after a week of hell with a fever and everything like that. So, and I've been tired, but now I feel like I went went for a walk this morning, and I feel so much better and have more energy. So, yeah, feeling better. How are you feeling, mate? Yeah, good. Halfway through the week, so uh, <laughs> it would normally be like another step close to a Liverpool match, but at the minute I'm like looking forward to the Everton game and also kind of shitting myself a little bit as well for what we've got in store now. Yeah. We've mentioned like Sean Dyche and whatever, but uh, like we touched on at the very briefly at the end of the, the last therapy session, whatever it was, because we never really, we try and keep it positive, but there's only so much you can do with Liverpool at the minute. But um, I, I mentioned like Man City's uh, finance charges over uh, over a hundred uh, breaches, uh, and I just thought we'd just talk about that a little bit more. Um, I mean, we don't. I'm not going to pretend we both know everything that's happened because there's just so much and stuff. But I'm just kind of using the BBC website as a as like a. Um, a template to, to, to go through it because um, they've kind of got it all listed in there. And of course, yeah, there's the uh, allegations are <laughs> alleged allegations are 100 breaches um, in financial rules from 2009 to 2018. Uh, they're still looking into the following years after that as well. So, like, yeah, nine years is a firstly, even, even that, like, in itself, like, just that off the bat, like, under breaches from nine years of footy where they've won loads of stuff and we were just mentioning like before we started recording about like teams winning Premier Leagues, teams getting relegated, teams not winning FA Cups, Community Shields, like it affects everyone and like I saw a piece on Sky Sports like saying that most of the teams want them like lashed out of the league and you can it, you can understand why because it, it affects us quite a bit uh, directly at winning trophies and stuff, especially in the last couple of years. But the whole it affects everyone, doesn't it? That's that's the that's the main thing. Yeah, and it's it's very sad. Like from a personal point of view as well, you know, looking into it, we 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 have known for a long time, you know, that something has been dodgy and been going on. Um, and the last, you know, um, the last investigation that come that came out, but they just kind of turned around i can't i can't remember what happened but they had some lawyers you know dealing with it and they they were going to be excluded from the champions league but you know they they weren't and all that and you felt like oh here we go again nothing's going to happen but then this come out like now uh, a four-year investigation or whatever it was um like you mentioned a hundred breaches of like mostly financial fair play and how you know they dealt with money uh and all that kind of stuff and we like i said we always known but it just feels i, I don't know I, i'm 
you know, I, I'm glad that it's out there because I think that's, you know, it needs to be, I, I know we can talk about the modern football and talk about, you know, fairness and what's fair, but it needs to be as fair as it can be in terms of everything when it comes to sportsmanship and, you know, the, to actually respect the sport in one way as well. So if you look at it now, and you think about, like you mentioned as well, the teams that's been relegated, the teams that lost, like us, uh, titles uh, uh, because of their uh, their cheating with money and you know spending and how they have been able to build a club uh, and how they um, have money not reported in a, in the right way and you know on a record for you know on a financial year or whatever it does to you know for someone to review and you know they actually put bits aside uh, and pay uh, players and staff um, differently you know all that kind of stuff it's not in a record or whatever I just get the feeling you know that you know it just feels like you're getting drained of energy again because you feel like what 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 is the point to actually try to compete with a team or a club that cheats its way to the top and keep on cheating when you're when you're losing out on titles with one point and they actually cheated the way the whole way to uh, that position while we in this case have actually done it by the books and done it brilliantly and greatly with Klopp, you know, to actually push Man City to them levels. And you think of like, yeah, well, they are great. They have great players. So, you know, when you lose the title one point, it's just the way it is. Like, we, we have done what we can do and we've done it brilliantly. But then this come out, you feel like, fucking hell, you know, they shouldn't even have won it. They shouldn't even be in their position. And we were doing it by the books brilliantly. So it was our titles to win and our, uh, you know, moments to celebrate and uh, have a great time. Uh, around so I, f- I feel just you know you know angry uh drained of energy at the same time i just wish that you know when now when it's out there uh they need to be punished uh, you know in a level of the crime if you like they can't just have some points taken away or some smaller fees because that won't do anything i, I want to actually see them being you know having all the titles taken away from them and, you know, forced relegation to, you know, uh, I, I don't know if it's Championship or even League 1 or League 2, whatever. But if you want to put out an example for, you know, clubs in the future to not go down that road and become that kind of club and do that kind of sport, sports washing and all that, someone need to be that example. And if you now have a club who actually, you know, breached 100 of, you know, different things when it comes to financial stuff and not, not playing by the rules and, you know, just cheating the way to the top, winning all them titles, making other teams be relegated, obviously, because there's so many teams uh, involved in this and being affected of it. Uh, you need to, you know, make an example of them. You just show everyone else that it's not okay. And that's my, you know... M- take on it in in a in a ranting way <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if i can reply to all of that but uh yeah the, the main ones that we're talking like we're interested obviously are like more recently so that this one go- is from 2009 to 2018 so there's mm. a load of stuff there that um needs sorting out and if that if the if they found breaching them ones um and the, just just to give you a shout out to adam joseph on twitter there's like a thread of like 11 screenshots where it shows like all the emails and like um them going backwards and forwards saying oh yeah don't don't put that bit in leave that bit out like just like just proper snidey like stuff just... we need to be cleaner than this or whatever yeah. making mistakes we need to be cleaner than this but fucking hell yeah just, just, 
It's just like when you're emailing like one of your colleagues, but just generally, but they're doing it in a way where they're just trying to sort out the finances in a way where it's not clear. It's, I mean, it would have been boss to get a Man City fan on, and I'll try and get one on uh, maybe next week or something just to just to get their take on it because I think that'll be interesting. Um, a sane one, I won't get an insane one because they'll just be like, no, no, like the one that was on, um, and I hate talk sport, but one on there was talking to like. I just saw a clip on Twitter, like like Simon Jordan, I think, just speaking to him, like that, and he was mentioning like why Chelsea haven't been um, done in the past and stuff, just like bringing up like other stuff to try and like deflect, and it was just yeah, it was quite funny. Uh, but just in terms of the charges, then, so it says that apparently there's two areas. The first accusations that Man City have artificially inflated the money coming into the club uh, with particular respect to commercial and sponsorship deals. The Premier League appears to be claiming the money was actually coming from the club owner, which doesn't count towards FFP, but was being disguised as sponsorship income, which does count towards FFP. The other charges are in relation to Man City being alleged to have artificially deflated the cost of running the club by having managers on contracts with other company, other companies connected to the owner, so that they only put through a small element of the true cost of managing the club through the books. So it's stuff like that where... I mean, for someone who's like a whiz on stuff like that, it's probably quite easy to do. But when there's people trying to like clubs trying to compete in the right way, like I, I don't know, put someone on Twitter about like FSG came in and like they just ass- rightly assumed that that you, you should be playing by you playing by the FFP rules that you shouldn't be doing stuff, and that's why we haven't seen Liverpool invest in loads and loads of money, like outwards money. We've been trying to like balance the books, which a company should be doing. Uh, I know we've seen Chelsea doing crazy stuff recently, and Man City have obviously been doing crazy stuff for ages. But just, it's just crazy, you know. Like it's mad. Like it's good in a way because like we've been, like you said, like they've been like top of like or near the top of like um, financial income and all that stuff for for a few years. And like as Liverpool fans, Man United fans, wherever else you're looking at, going how. How like how have they got that high up the table in in that regard so quickly? Obviously, winning titles and whatever helps. Uh, no Champions League, unfortunately, but uh, just winning titles helps. But like we were all wondering what what what's going to happen off the back of this. But you just kind of always assume like it wasn't ever going to come to anything because of the the last time with the um, the cast stuff. Um, so so it's it's good that it's actually came out. Obviously, they're they're going to fight it tooth and nail. But like you said, like there's so many clubs that have um, it's me- like memories ruined, like moments ruined for for clubs. If it all comes out to be fully true, and it, I mean, just from looking at the evidence that I've seen, and I mentioned that thread before on Twitter, and what people are saying on um, Sky Sports and BBC and whatever, yeah. like it's it a looks- four year investigation as well. They wouldn't put in four years to exactly. investigate if it wasn't anything there to exactly. look at. So, you know, they put loads of time and money in to actually investigate them. So, if they use, you know, that lo- a lot of time in four years to actually do it, it just can't turn into nothing in the end. You know, there, there, there must be something there. And if this and, and the things that they will hopefully find them guilty of, which will might be quite a lot to be honest you know looking at the evidence and all the the points breached which is loads you know they, they can't be just nothing from it because you know that's the thing you don't put in that time and money uh, and you know energy into something and then it's like ah well couldn't you know be bothered to continue with it so the next step is now obviously to see what happens but um it's like you said as well like there's so many 
clubs that you know think that you know enough is enough uh, and you know in in my point of view it is because you know it's just w- 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 there's no point for any club to try to just you know play by the books and the rules if there's one club that don't do it but don't get you know uh punished for it because there's no point to try to even you know uh compete and go for a league title race or you know try to be at that level that you need to be in the premier league at the at, at this level and at this moment of time as well we already you know proved that we can in, in, in doing it in the right way but that's the thing like like you said there's so much taken away from so many people so there must be a hard punishment of otherwise we can just fucking stop football going and be like nah let's do something else it's no point you know to just i made a reference before we started mick you know with the uh, players you know feeling like there's something of the back of last season you know when we as supporters can sense that as well like we're still a little bit you know tired and drained from last season when we pushed for four titles um we've done it for so many years as well so it might be something on the back of that as well and you know in when when you get like, a little bit of perspective to actually look at it then now when this comes out you know in the open it's no wonder that you know players and supporters feel drained because you feel like what is the point to push and push and push and push as a professional football player and go for it and try to be in your best form and you know practice every day to you know see yourself going up against a club that is cheating i and i made a, re- a reference before like i, I said with must have been the same feeling for you know the the cyclist who was competing with Lance Armstrong uh, just thinking, oh fucking hell, he's good. He's just something out of, you know, he's the he's the Messi of that world and that sport, if you like, just winning everything. And then, you know, several years later, it just comes out that he was cheating. So then the others can't have their time back. They can't have their careers back. They can't have their legacy, you know, um, uh, becoming better because they won't be able to. Obviously, he's. I, I can't remember what happened with him. He was stripped of all these, you know, titles or whatever. But I think that happened. And rightly so as well, because but that must be so frustrating to be someone who competed with someone that you just thought you know was out of this world, and you're just like, okay, well, I just have to live with that that he was so great while I had my best point in my uh, or moments in my career. But then you know, ten years after whatever you know, in example, you find out that oh, hold on, I could have won or should have won like three, four, five titles in my career, which have, should have left me a great legacy. It's the same thing with. Our point of view now, as a Liverpool, you know, as a Liverpool supporter as well, if if you look at a player like like Jordan Henderson, you know, played for us now for a long time. He managed to lift the Premier League trophy in a in a season when there was no one there to watch it, obviously. But to to be him and actually look at when this comes out as evidence, and we see what happens after. But to actually be him and look at being like, fucking hell, I, I should have probably have lifted two more titles and left a bigger legacy and built on the great history of Liverpool and in the way that, you know, Klopp has done it with FSG because they actually been running the club as a business. You can't use more money than actually comes in. You need to balance the books. It needs to be green. You need to do it the right way. And then we, us as supporters, look at it. And, you know, everyone who, who was in the stadium, you know, when we, we lost titles twice by one point, to actually have that little feeling where City went 1-0 down against, I think it was Brighton and last time, obviously now, against Aston Villa and we were on the on the brink of winning it but then they turned around and won it anyway but you know looking at it now when they've been cheating for so long we should have been there because we did it the right way and pushed up to that level no one can say you know we were not um we didn't deserve it because we rightly did because we were so fucking good 
but then we lost it anyway because they were cheating in the long term. They've been cheating all the way to the top. So it ruins so many people's moments of joy and, you know, to actually be in the stadium, maybe paid loads for a ticket that had that chance. It didn't go away. But then to actually find out it didn't go away because of them cheating. It was not fair. If it, if it was fair, then yeah, fair enough. You you did it better than us. You won with one point. Not not much we can do. And that's what I've been taking with me since. But now I feel I've been actually been cheated on trophies and moments where I was in the stands to actually be able to watch Liverpool lift the Premier League trophy. But I didn't get the chance because my city was fucking cheating. So, you know, it's not yeah. only football clubs. It's also, you know, supported perspective on it. You know, for so many people who could have you know, enjoyed so much. Yeah, and it it, it it gets into your mindset of like you, the players, like you said, players could have had a greater legacy. We could have had a much greater time, like lifting more trophies. And I, I suppose the argument to that is, would we have um, maybe reached the same heights if City weren't as good? Yeah, probably. We wouldn't have hit the same. Probably wouldn't have hit the same amount of um, points, or maybe whatever in the Premier League. But I still feel like the quality we. We exactly. had, we were we were yeah. too good for for anyone to um to deal yeah, with. We we were, saw that we, and... Yeah, we were so much further, you know, uh, up than the other teams, like you said. So, uh, if if City wouldn't have been there, I think we still would have won quite with a big margin, to be honest. And I'm just not saying that we we were that great, like you're saying. So, uh, I wouldn't take that as a you know argument to just like yeah, that's true. It, it probably would have not that pushed us as far, but I think we were still that good that we would have gone to to win more titles. Yeah, definitely. Um, just looking at now about uh, who this the set to appoint um, lawyer Lord Lord Panic. His name is. I think I feel like that's quite a quite <laughs> an apt name because um, the Panic set in um, exactly. just just perfect for newspapers <laughs> in it. Uh, Lord Panic <laughs> KC is set to defend Man City. Um, reportedly, um, it's gonna he's gonna be earning eighty eighty grand. A day, which is about the same as City's highest paid player, Kevin De Bruyne, is said to earn. So he's getting the same amount of dough as De Bruyne. So he's he's doing something right. But yeah, I, I, I think like saw loads of stuff online and stuff. Like if there's if there's nothing for them to hide, then there's no reason for them to worry. But you can see like people they're trying to like like talking shows like they're trying to def- deflect and and whatever else and there's other city fans who are just like hoping it's not true and whatever and i mean i just i just try and visualize if it was Liverpool, like how i just feel i'd feel embarrassed to be honest i'd feel like exactly you'd feel embarrassed like, and you know, cheated like, as well like you've, you've, che- yeah. cheated on from your club like you've yeah, been you've, you know exactly been you've, and you've not done it in yeah in the right way like we've always said like when we want new owners we want to we don't want to be owned by someone who we're just going to be able just just like a footy manager sugar daddy who's just going to be able to go there you go lads <laughs> 500 mil crack on whatever else because it just it just doesn't I don't know it just doesn't feel right I mean when you're playing footy manager it's fine because you want to win so it's fine you like you do that all if you get beat you, you don't save it and then you, you reload the game up and whatever and play the game again but like in real life footy you don't want to be doing that ideally you want investments you want to be investing in the squad in the right way like we now we can say we haven't been in the we haven't done it the right way in terms of like the squad getting it older and stuff but in terms of like fina- financials we've we have and i think yeah, and you I, know, i've you... always thought if we would have if we would have done it that way i just wouldn't have ever 
thought it would feel as special. I don't know if that's because, like, for City, like, they've came from, like, what they were years ago, like, relegation up and down, different divisions, whatever, and now they've they got took over. What's that one, like, Premier Leagues and whatever, countless titles. So for them, it's like, they're not like a big club in like in that sense. But for us, if we would that would happen to us, I feel like happy Liverpool are winning, but I'd always be questioning like where's the money coming from? Like what what are, what are we doing? So that, and I think that's what I mean. I've got a few City fan mates. I think that's their kind of outlook from a from a normal fella off the street point of view. Like they they just hope it's not it's not true because, like you said, if we don't know what the um, what the outcome's going to be in terms of like punishments, but apparently it can it can range from from pretty much anything that the that they want really. Um, so just from the BBC website, it says um, what will happen punishments that are available. Uh, so the p- potential tariffs are lim- are limitless. It could be anything from "don't do it again," which would be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, a fine point. They already done it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again. And again. <laughs> Points deduction, fine. Stripping Man City of titles to even expelling them from the Premier League. Um, and it just references a couple of other ones. So like in 2011, QPR escaped the points deduction, but were fined 875,000 after being found guilty for breaching transfer regulations, while Leicester and Bournemouth received fines for breaching FFP rules when they won promotion to the Premier League in 2013, 14 and 14 and 15. Juventus were docked 15 points in Serie A for an investigation into transfer dealings. So I mean like like we've mentioned and like when Martin Ziegler like broke the news, it's like it's unprecedented. So like like you said, the the crime should be befitting of the punishment. And like if it's unprecedented and they want to throw the book at them, then it's gotta be like something that I mean, I'm expecting them to kind of get away with it because I think that's just my mindset because of the whole stuff in the past and whatever. But Exactly, and that, which is wrong new, as well. A new level of punishment that is going to be like, right, this is the example. That uh, if you do that in future, any club, this is what happens to you, and that's got they've got to be that strict. Otherwise, it's it, the league's fucked. And that, that's that's what I mean when I mentioned before, like there needs to be, you know, set an example now to actually prevent this to continue, and to actually know that other clubs understand what can happen if you keep on breaching I, I don't say if you breach like once or you're doing something wrong you'd be like oh uh, well we have to you know it, there will be a punishment but you get another chance but uh, hopefully you know people will just or clubs will actually just you know play by the books and rules but when you do it for this long and you continue to do it and there's dodgy stuff coming up all the time and you know last time yeah they turned around and they were allowed to play in the Champions League again but this time there's like I said you know four years of investigation into something that you don't just leave that and just just all right well now we know and uh, there's no punishment it's like in real life if any of us we're going into fucking robbing a bank and just you know taking you know a thousand pounds and be like yeah that's fine no worries uh, you know you, you the next time we do it again we rob them about a million pounds so you'd be like yeah that's fine you can only get a little fine of it or just spent like uh, three months in prison that's fine you would never do that if you did that you would you know be down for years and years you know that's the, and that's the yeah. thing like i know it's obviously you know different things here but it's just a feeling of if you actually breach so many things and you're doing it wrong and you cheat and you just you know um affect so many other people and clubs and to be able to stop it for the future you need someone to when it happens to be punished 
in a really hard way. I'm not saying it just because of Man City, because in the end of the day, I wouldn't like this to be the situation at all. I just want the situation to be, you know, clubs are playing the game by the book and uh, financial fair, fair play and everything else that comes with the, within the rules and just do it and compete and we have a league. Yay, come on, enjoy it. But at the moment, because it's fucking cheating and dodgy and, you know, this amount of money is being sports washed here and we don't include this little amount that we're going to give to the manager here or we're using this uh, made-up sponsorship to get money into the club this way. You know, come on. Like, that can't be allowed because obviously other clubs are not doing it. They try to do it by the book and, you know, it's hard to compete with a club like City if they're doing it. And that's the thing. At some point, we need to just, you know, look at it and be like, okay, now they need a proper punishment. So that's why I hope and wish for for them to have no, you know, get all the titles fucking, you know, stripped of them and then be forced relegated, just like Leeds were back in the days when they have. Obviously, there was financial things in in a different way, obviously, because they spent so much more than they had because they thought they were going to come to the Champions League and they missed out twice or two years in a row and whatever. So there was, you know, more of like, you don't have the finances for playing the Premier League and there was other things in um, in that. But this is the same thing. Like, okay, well, you, you've, you've been cheating for so long. So sorry, but here's your punishment. All the titles that you won in that uh, period of time will be taken from you. Uh, you will have uh, economical restrictions and you will start start again in League 2 or whatever. Like, here you go. You know, fair enough. And I'll, I'll be like, yeah, come on. Because like you said, Mick, if it was Liverpool, I would be so embarrassed as a supporter. I would be... I probably, I, I, I probably would turn my club to back. Like, I would probably say, I would always love Liverpool Football Club, but I can't be... Yeah. I, can't, I can't be involved in this anymore because that's not my club and not what my club stands for. It's not the values of my club. It's not what I support in them for. So I would probably turn my back on the club at, if that was Liverpool and just say, sorry, I just have to walk away from this because I can't stand behind it. So obviously that's a scary thought of, you know, that's when we were talking about new owners with Liverpool and stuff, you know, when everybody's money in, money in, we would just have owners with loads of money and to compete with Man City and stuff. Again, be careful what you wish for because this shit can happen if you have the dodgy wrong owners. So, to be honest, we can sit here and blame FSG for loads of things not investing. But at the end of the day, they they run Liverpool Football Club as a proper business in a great way with great revenue now. And we can talk about, yeah, we should back up. Yeah, that's fine. But they... You know, they expanded the stadium, they built this new training ground, they made us great again, they, you know, done up the area around Anfield, they've they done loads of good things as well, but they've done it in a right way with the money that they have, or, you know, with the investment within the club that we know that we can do this because we got the money, and then we, it's in terms of transfers, like we, everyone's like, yeah, but you bought Van Dijk and also for loads of money, yeah, but we we used to continue money, like we we had we sold him cleverly to Barcelona, loads of money in, and we split the money on two players that changed the whole team for us, which we needed. So again, if it's done like that, I can be proud as a supporter. Yeah, we did we we done it the right way, brilliantly. But if it was Liverpool done it in the way the City has, I, I, I don't know. I, I would probably never be able to come back from that as a support, to be honest. I, I don't know about you, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I don't think I'd be, be able to get my head around it. But I, I feel like just this is, 
I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if it's come at a good time because we're not in the best place um, up for sale or whatever stakeholders, whatever is going on. Who knows? And then this has all came out about City with um, loads of breaches. What's going to happen to them? A lot of um, I imagine a lot of worry from their side. Who's gonna? What's going to happen and stuff? And like you said, it's coming a good. I think it's coming a good time because we can have some perspective of if we would have got someone in in the similar vein um just pumping money in for the last couple of years say we'd be like oh shit like what's going to happen for the, from the last two years where we've been took over and we've had loads of money like where's that money come from and exactly. you don't know what's going on behind closed doors with emails and stuff you can see it in that if you find that thread on twitter then you can have a look through and yeah i'd just be worried to death but i've just been looking at like what city have won in the time frame so um, so it would be Premier League 11 12, Premier League 13 14, and Premier League 17 18, uh, FA Cup 2010 11, um, League Cup 13 14, 15 16, 17 18, uh, Community Shield 2012 and 2018. So just mentioning like the amount of stuff that um, they've kind of took away from people, obviously, they've won more in the last five years as well, from 18 to, to now as well, which obviously we're more concerned with and we don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, But just true. in terms of those, those ugh, fucking hell, it's, yeah. I, that's why I said I want to get, be interesting to get a City's fan perspective, so I'll try and get one of my mates on next next week or something. And we Obviously, we're not going to, we're not, <laughs> not going to give them loads of shit and just be like, oh, you're, t- you're knobheads, what have you done and all that. I'll try and get like someone who's going to give us like a, perspective on how they're feeling and stuff because i think that'll be i think that'd be quite yeah. interesting wouldn't it yeah that would be interesting to actually have someone to you know tell tell their feelings from from their point of view and actually with it like you said with a sane perspective and actually looking at it as a as a, as a proper fan not just trying to turn the blind eye to it and be like oh you know that you know we nothing you know has been proved yet and uh we just hope it's not true and then we get on with it and other teams are cheating you know that i would like actually hear someone talk um, sense about it to actually, um, you know, look at their own club and their own issues in a way that you know we look at it as well. Actually, being criti- uh, critical towards it and actually be like, this is, this is really, really bad. Uh, and maybe, like we said, we feel embarrassed for as a support if it was Liverpool. Maybe we, you know, someone can actually be a city supporter saying, you know, I can't stand behind this. This is really, really bad. I will always love my club, but you know, they're they're. The, the energy and the and the and the every, all the time that I put into it, it's not worth it anymore because this just comes back and bites me in the arse myself. Not just only the club; it comes back toward you know on me as a supporter. Um, so that would be really good. But you mentioned as well, like this goes back to like two thousand and nine, which makes me sad for you know the likes of Gerard, uh, who could have had a, pro- a Premier League medal and won everything with Liverpool that we always wished and hoped for, uh, but it didn't turn out to, to happen. Obviously, we, we we kind of let it slip in one way at that time as well, you know, what, what happened with losing points and stuff. But in the end of the day now, when we're looking back on it, you know, if City was already cheating then and been, you know, with the, with the uh, allegations that comes forward, then it goes back to 2009, which means, you know, the 13-14 the season was, was there as well. We might have won that season, you know, uh, even though that didn't happen in the in that way on the field, but, you know, with them not cheating, we maybe would have just won it quite comfortably as well. You know what I mean? Like, and then 
there's loads of players that you know gave that season such a go and such a ride with those supporters, especially Gerard. Um, they could have had a medal, um, and I just think if you know City's found guilty and whatever happens, you know that, that, that you know being Gerard and think like I, I, you know, I put my all my energy and all my career and life into Liverpool Football Club. Which is obviously fine if you want to be that, you know, um, one club man, which we all, you know, respect and adore him for, obviously. But he could have gone to so many other places, you know, Real Madrid wanted him, Chelsea wanted him, obviously, Bayern Munich wanted him, Inter Milan wanted him, you know, with Mourinho and all that kind of stuff. He could have won so much more trophies in his career in other places, but he wanted to play for Liverpool only. He wanted to win with them. And in the end of the day, now when we're looking at, it, he should have won that Premier League medal with him. So looking back yeah. now as a, whatever he is, like forty something, you know, looking back on his career and thinking, fucking hell, I should have had a Premier League medal. I, I, I would have left, left a totally different legacy from my career. I won it all, but I never did, and that time will never come back. So that's why I hope there's going to be a parade when we get that uh, Premier League title. We're going to have the Steven Gerrard parade in the city, and I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever I say like when you look back on like thirteen, fourteen, like, but it's like Gerard when they got the title, um, Suarez, exactly. Then left after, which, which we mentioned on the Suarez pod that Sturridge. we did profiles. But like Suarez left after that season. Like if he would have won the league, that might have prompted them to stay. Like, I mean, yeah, you never prob- know. Yeah, probably not because he, he gave us another year, didn't he? Like with the all Arsenal stuff. But he yeah. might have stayed. He might have thought, actually, this parade was amazing. The, the city of Liverpool loved me. Whatever else, we might have then been able to. So it's it's all a knock on effects that like we might have been able to get better players in. We would have been more money in the pot to spend. It's all that stuff that if because of all this, it's all stemming from like these allegations. Like it all changes. It changes history, and that's why like. We That's need, why they, they need, need to, to be punished. History when they give the punishment out by going actually, even exactly. if we can't give them to second place, which I'd take them, but it still feel like it still wouldn't feel as obviously nowhere near as nice as like a proper win. But like when you come in like like thirteen, fourteen, we're only two points behind them. Uh, Chelsea were close as well, but like if they went, if we would have won the league. That like, just imagine like the. The outpour of like emotion and stuff that we've all missed out on, and it's like I mean, we could probably do that about all of the seasons that we're talking about and stuff. But there's just so many knock-on effects that um, dom- like a domino effect of stuff, and it affects every club, not just us. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, definitely. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, and that that's the thing. Like like I mentioned before, I I just you know I, I look at it in a player point of view and club point of view you know to actually you know compete with the city who's been cheating all the time uh, as it looks like um and to know that you know you would should have won more um that's the one thing you know I, I would have been so fucking angry as a player if i was you know playing my my best level uh, of footy during a period of time where you lose out on like one point or a few points, some titles here and there for a period of time, and then it comes up with this like fucking hell. I've you know I've should have won like two, three more titles or whatever because that's when I played the best foot in my career, which I, I the time that I will never have back. But it was taken away from me because of they were cheating, 
and that's how I feel as a supporter as well. And that's when I look at it, obviously, from a personal point of view that, you know, I, I was there both the times when we, you know, I was at Anvil both the times. And I'm saying that obviously as a supporter from Sweden who travels over every now and then. And I just actually enjoy going to the game, meeting up with mates, having a, having a few pints. That's the thing for me, football, you know, to actually have a day out. But obviously you want to win all the time. That's that's part of it as well. You want to win as much as you can. And when you actually go there and have the chance to win, you know that you might not because, you know, City were that good. You thought like, yeah, you have a chance, but you, you're coming over, you meet up with friends, everything, everyone is in a great mood, you know, let's go for it. You go into Anfield, you stand in the cup, you sing your heart out and you try to help you, your team and they do the job. They go and win. But then City obviously go and win as well. And that means that we lost out on the title. So that was like a, a feeling of, all right, well, you were a little bit sad, but it kind of turned around quite quickly because you felt like we've done, we've done everything we can here. We, we we can't do much more. Like, that's the thing. We we missed out in one, uh, with one point and we reached like 96 or whatever it was points or, you know, something like that. But then you look at this and you feel like, I should have been in the stands and actually crying because of we, that we won. That's yeah. how. That's what I look at now when all this evidence comes out. Like, I shouldn't have been there losing the title. I should have been there to enjoy maybe two of the best moments in my football life, if you like. You know, if you take away all the other parts in life with, you know, kids or whatever. But if you look at just your football life and the things you enjoy with football, they would actually take away my personal enjoyment uh, from those two moments where we should have won the title. And that's just, obviously, just not only me. I'm thinking all supporters all around the world that could have had the you know two of the best of their lives just like when we won the champions league and the feeling that you got from there you know when we the bus that you felt have had when you won against tottenham in champions league and we you know the parade and all that kind of stuff that feeling was the best in the world if you look at just foot, from a football perspective and we should have had that even more and that's taken away from us and we would probably never have that feeling you know in, in the same way that we should yeah. have had yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, we could go through every season and just be like, yeah, this one, that would have been much better. Um, but Iago Aspas, um, Joe Allen, Jordan Henderson, uh, <laughs> who else we got? Lewis Alberto, uh, Ali Sissoko, Skirtle, um, Torre. Yeah, just like loads of players that. Lucas Leiva. I mean, I mentioned, I put Henderson in there, but like maybe at that time he was only 23. But like just like players that would have been like an absolute massive thing for them at the time. Yeah. Like obviously Sturridge and Suarez and you can mention Jared and whatever else, but the whole squad, like... Exactly. Yeah, it's such a such a shit thing. But yeah, unless you can we look- a lot, created DeLorean, we're, we're, we're fucked. In terms yeah, of you can... You but but the funny thing is as well, I saw on Twitter as well, uh yesterday was, you know, for example, Lucas Leiva tweeting, Am I yeah, a Premier League funny. champion? And that's the thing. Like and Jose yes, Enrique you, as well. Yeah, you sh- you should have been, lad. That's the thing. Like I am looking at it now and you were there, you were in Liverpool for a long time, you know, giving a lot of stick when you're not performed well in the start, but then you won the fans love over and you become like a cop legend in one way, Lucas Leiva, because we all just loved him in the and the way that he were like in the way of his professionalism you know always never complaining always you know putting his head down work kept on working hard all the time um and then also you know with the unlucky and all that kind of stuff you know he just become he became a legend and then he was just a great guy to have in the dressing room as well and everyone uh, really liked him uh, and then he left 
but he should have left a Premier League, you know, uh, champion. That's the thing when you look at this now, and uh, that's that's also something that you know make me feel sad. Like it's not it's not right. It's yeah, it's, that, also, that tweet, it's so so wrong. <laughs> that tweet was funny, like because he was like, "Am I a Premier League champion now?" And then like some can't remember like like took a like a screenshot of it and was like. Lucas Lever wants to wants to be a Premier League champion, and he replied to that, going, "No, I don't. I'm just asking because I'm confused." <laughs> exactly. I like, absolutely love that Lucas Lever. Yeah. What a guy! Um, but yeah, let's leave it there because we could. I'd like to just yeah. ideally go through every season and be like, "Yeah, this this decision. Why didn't we get that point? Why didn't we win that game?" Which I mean, a lot. I mean, every club in the country could do that about different games that they've lost because of X, Y, and Z because they've had all players that yeah. Maybe shouldn't have. Um, but but, but yeah. in the end of the day, it comes down to Man City's been, as it looks like, cheating for a long period of time and they should not get away with it. We need the Premier League to, you know, give out exactly. punishment that actually says something for the future to other clubs and to actually may, make an example of them and to make them feel that they've done wrong uh, and rightly so as well. So that that's the... That's why I just want. I don't know how long this will take. Obviously now, uh, but I, that's what I. That's what I expect. You know, to that is going to be quite heavy punishment. Otherwise, we can just you know f- f- fuck the league. There's no point anymore. Just give up football. Yeah, go on. Just start watching the darts and snooker. I mean, I do that anyway. But I just have to. <laughs> just not maybe like a non-league club or something. I just have to be like, yeah, fuck this. Like, just yeah. go on. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But we'll uh, leave it there. Uh, we've got Everton coming up, like I mentioned earlier, on on Monday. So we'll do the, the preview on Friday, which is, I mean, we said on the last show, like, we can copy and paste like the review of the show. We can probably copy and paste the preview of the show as well because we're going to probably be saying pretty much the same stuff unless Klopp gives us some good news about Van Dyke. Van Dyke posted a, a little um, story on Instagram yesterday and it said like 93% recovered and I was like mm, that sounds very tasty for um for Monday. Whether whether we, and we'll get into it on Friday whether we want Naf Phillips to play. People are saying should throw Naf Phillips in fuck and get rid of Gomez and Matt up. Put Van Dyke in with Naf Phillips and there's loads of stuff that, that we'll try and discuss on Friday. Um and I just want to give a shout out to got the show with uh, Alex on coming out tomorrow so I mean it might be tomorrow or Friday morning but either way it'll be it's getting done tomorrow so that'll be a good one if you haven't um, if you want me to ask him anything just send me a, a message on Twitter or email us thecopypodcast.gmail.com uh, and yeah and I was talking to Christian just before we started recording about our little trip to um, Sweden um, and talking about like what we can what we can do over there and i was just looking through some of the stuff that jack had sent me like some some boss stickers and like calendars and stuff so we're gonna try and do some like giveaways uh, while we're while we're over there which would be which would be boss um and you can have a look at his stuff if you go to jackdesign.uk forward slash shop and enter the code cop 10 and get yourself 10 percent off so there's like i've got like a little pack of stickers here with like six players on like fowler jarrah had uh, rush um Bobby, Salah, all in different kits and stuff like that, and it's just it's it's just boss, and you can put the stickers anywhere. You can use the calendars, get your write your Liverpool games in there. I mean, probably don't want to do that as much these days because no one's really looking forward to games as much. But um, loads of stuff on there. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Nice one for listening to his rant once again. 
because that's what it, that's what it feels like it is at the minute. You yeah, on, it, it felt, it felt, minute, yeah, it felt good. Month. It felt good. Yeah. I need to get yeah. this out of the system. It, it almost felt more frustrating than actually Liverpool being shit at the moment. Maybe maybe these news will actually spark a bit of energy in the team to actually. Oh well, we we did it the right way. They were cheating, so okay, let's go from here. That they know, then then they now know that they were up against a team that was cheating against them all the time. So yeah, maybe that'll just click. Go. A little click in Hendo's like brain, and he'll just switch back into beast mode. I mean, that's probably yep. being very optimistic. <laughs> let's hope, let's hope, shall we? Um, but yeah, nice one, everyone. As always, really appreciate everyone listening. Um, twenty twenty three has been very good so far. We want to keep pushing with that, with the Alex Horn stuff. Just constant shows, trying not to be too negative, as everyone knows. We try and be well quite negative when we need to be and we have been quite a lot recently but trying to be positive as well like we don't want to just be constantly just jumping on the shit because it's like well we, we can do that nice and well all day long but we might as well try and be positive as well at the same time so uh, yeah i've got a famous fan show coming out in a couple of weeks that'll be episode six i haven't done one of them for a while actually so we've done um harvey from so solid crew dj spoonie paul smith uh of course, Alex Horn and I done Salmon Rimmer. So this one will be I won't release the name yet, probably next week sometime, but it's a good one. Um so look forward to that one. And yeah, we'll leave it there. Nice one, everyone. Again, for the for the tenth time. Nice one. Really appreciate it. And nice one, Christian. For jumping on. I can tell by his face he looks much better. You just can't see that, but he looks much more relieved now that he's got it all off his <laughs> chest. <laughs> and yeah. we'll um yeah, we'll see you all on Friday to look ahead to the blues. Nice one. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.